for more than two decades, Leadership Southeast Georgia has brought together the region's best and brightest leaders. They've built relationships that have fostered much of the economic and quality of life successes we see in and around Savannah today. The program recently graduated its 2022 class and is now recruiting for 2023. Leadership Southeast Georgia board members Jared Downs and Jesse Bentley join today's commute to highlight the program's work. Good day, Savannah, from all of us here at SavannahNow.com. This is the Commute Podcast presented by National Office Systems. My name is Adam Van Bremer. I am your host and an opinion columnist and a deputy editor at the Savannah Morning News. On this edition of The Commute, we unpack one of the region's quietest success stories, the Leadership Southeast Georgia program. But before I go there, a word about our sponsor, National Office Systems. National Office Systems has been the Commute's benefactor since the very start, and they've been in business since the 1980s. In those early days, National Office Systems was the last office outfitter in the country to carry office furniture from both of the industry's leaders, Herman Miller and Knoll. Now, a couple of decades later, those furniture companies are collaborating in a new product line, and National Office Systems is one of the first to offer Miller Knoll furniture. In addition to Miller Knoll, National Office Systems remains the leader in the office design and outfitting sector, offering dirt modular interiors, OFS furniture, and 200 other product lines. Learn more by visiting www.natoffsys.com. One more time, that's www.natoffsys.com. Now, here's the skinny on Leadership Southeast Georgia. Pleased to be joined on today's commute by two members of the board of Leadership Southeast Georgia, which is a program that is, as it's been described to me, a lessons for leaders by leaders. And what it is, it's an annual program where they recruit or solicit applications, uh, nominations from the best and brightest of leaders in and around Savannah and 10 other counties. And just rather than rattle off the 10 counties, I'm just going to say start at 16 in Statesboro, come to the coast, take a right, go down 95 all the way to the Florida border. You've hit all the counties that are involved. And uh, the program recently graduated its first post-pandemic class and is now in the process of soliciting nominations and applications for the next class. The deadline for that is August the 31st of 2022. And we're going to get into all of that with two members of the board, Jared Downs, who works for the Savannah Chamber of Commerce, and Jesse Bentley, who is with Evans General Contracting. Uh, Jared and Jesse, thanks for coming in. Um, I just gave a brief overview and, and probably the, the rudimentary overview of, of Leadership Southeast Georgia, but from a board perspective, and I know at least one of you, probably both of you, went through the program at one time. How would you kind of um, summarize the program? Well, I'd say it's, you know, again, it's, it's take leaders from 10 counties, you bring them together, and they do a class that starts in February, ends in June. It's, you know, one weekend a month, and they go to try to visit all, of, all the 10 counties, and they Focus on you know issues such as healthcare, rural development, economic development. Um, got my list here: emergency management, <laughs> transportation, education, and we kind of mix it up. So one year we'll do healthcare in Chatham County, the next year we'll do healthcare in Camden County, and those the healthcare in those two counties are are, are different. But it helps people in let's say Camden County realize what goes on in in other counties, and and you get a better understanding for the the issues that 
other counties are handling either good or bad um, and kind of gives people a better perspective of what's going on in our communities. And that way they're able to collaborate together. And um, out of this program, you end up, you know, gaining great friends, new business partners. And, and also I'm, you know, I'm able to pick up the phone and I can call the emergency management director down in Bryan County. And, and like when they had the tornadoes, I mm-hmm. called Freddie and said, Hey, <clears throat> at the Savannah chamber, what can we do to help you? Right. And, you know, if I hadn't gone through this program, I wouldn't have done Freddie. Right. So Jesse, when you think about regional collaboration or what have you seen since you've come through in terms of the, the importance of regional collaboration? Uh, well, coming through the program in 2016, uh, it really gained a lot of awareness of the strengths and weaknesses uh, of each of the communities uh, within our region and opportunities to work together um, uh, to advance the community and, and economic development. Uh, a lot of the points that, that Jared touched on from the health care, the infrastructure, law enforcement, education, uh, workforce development, natural resources, and collectively economic development uh, to benefit the region. I was really blind to, uh, you know, the specifics of each one of those topics and and also how each one of those topics uh, are correlated for the overall success uh, or potential failure uh, for a community. And, uh, and so it really opened my eyes there. Right. And, uh, and there's a, uh, there's a lot of things that our region does well, and there's a lot of things, uh, obviously, that uh, that we can work on. And and you know, bringing community leaders from each one of the communities in and discussing uh, the strengths and weaknesses and the collaboration of how we can work together has uh, you know, been eye-opening for me, and uh, and it's been a, a beneficial collaboration for the community and, and all of the the leaders. So this program dates to 1999, but I, I don't think I'm speaking out of school here when I say that this region has historically not cooperated very well together. That has changed, particularly in the last seven or eight years, and I think culminating in, in what happened here earlier this year with with the new uh, Bryan County megasite and, uh, and a major employer that is part of the Savannah JDA, the Joint Development Authority, which includes several of those 10 counties. Uh, from your perspective, I know you said you went through in 2016, and Jared, you've obviously seen it for years with the chamber. How has it evolved, and how has this program helped to serve that evolution? Well, I mean, the uh, class that just graduated, they did um, one of their weekends was in Effingham, Bryan County, and they went out to the site. Um, Jessica over at the uh, Effingham County Development Authority was the uh, program chair for that one and she took them out to the site and talked to them about and took took the class through the process of how this hyundai thing happened and 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 what it took to happen and and the regional uh uh participation uh that was completely necessary for this to happen so we're kind of working in that same sense as we're bringing these folks together and saying you know if we want to succeed we've got to do it as a group because, I mean, you look at the metro area, how huge that is, and they they have their issues as well. But I think down here, I think we've kind of realized that for us to be successful, we have to we have to try to to talk with one voice. Um, and with Hyundai coming online in a couple of years, you know, it's going to uh, affect every single one of us. And it's going to bring a lot of people, a lot of new businesses into town. And, and we've all got to work together to, to make sure it's successful. Yeah, the Economic Development Authority has said that 
But then 10 years of Hyundai opening up, 16 from here to the 301 exit in Bullock County is just that whole corridor is going to be completely built out. I think we can assume that eventually we're going to have some uh, some projects to the south along 95 that's probably going to spur the same thing going along that corridor. Having the relationships in all of these different counties, you talked about being able to call, pick up the phone and talk to the emergency uh, management director, but what beyond those relationships do you gain a greater understanding of how one area, the nuances, I guess, of how one area does business versus the area you're uh, accustomed to? And and what is some of the appreciation that you, that you develop there? Um, well, I, I, again, touch, to touch back on the, the point and speaking of Hyundai, you know, one other factor here is, is the retention and all the great businesses that we have in the community. And, um, you know, to, to sustain not only the retention, but also the growth. Um, you know, we've got to touch on every one of the, the items that I mentioned earlier. And, uh, you know, from from all of the development, from education, we've got to continue to make advancements there with uh, uh, from the lower education all the way to the high school, uh, tech schools, um, college, and then retention of those graduates for our area to, to be successful. Um, but the collaboration of everyone working together from, you know, the water and sewer. That's uh, and another thing for, for the Hyundai and for the growth out there. It's, it's one, one item that, that uh, maybe Brian or South Bullock doesn't currently have is the availability of water or sewer and relying on that partnership with, with Chatham is, is key for that development. And, uh, you know, the, the appreciation for that growth is everyone working together and, and, and being able to look at uh, you know what are our strengths and weaknesses coming together, and then being able to see the the, the fruits of uh, the collaboration, so we can all grow. I know infrastructure was a main focus of this most recent class. So was uh, healthcare. You talk about infrastructure. How much difference have you found in talk about water and sewer? And I think that's going to be a big thing, as uh, certainly with the Bryan County megasite. When you look up and down the coast and the different utilities and how we've kind of grown sporadically some stronger than others some faster than others as you were talking to, to to the different sources that came through from the classes what were some of those infrastructure uh maybe not challenges maybe some advantages what what did you really learn about infrastructure in this in this last class i think jesse hit on one of the, the, the bigger issues that is water and sewer and uh, you know there's people really don't or i didn't think that was an issue until you start talking to i mean you know folks like jesse's in the construction business and you know they're they're limited by what they can build by what you know the community can serve so at the end of the day you start talking about some of our smaller communities that that need that investment and you know we people from this program have you know graduated and they've become state senators state representatives and you know now they understand the the regional aspect of it even though they may be in like Representative Sains and Camden County has graduated this program, and you know, he's down there. But he also uh, he understands what's going on up and down the coast, and you know maybe he and then he will you know work with his his counterparts to to help some of our smaller communities get the get the infrastructure projects that they need, and and uh, work with the work with the governor and, and everybody else to kind of help this area grow. What were some of the healthcare issues? I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm sure that was spurred by the pandemic and some of the challenges we saw there. But what were some of the the takeaways in terms of the healthcare uh, discussions that were had? Well, uh, you know, you look at in this area, of course, Savannah's the 
the Mecca. I mean, we've got our level one trauma center and if anything horrific happens, they're for the most part coming here. Some of the Southern counties will probably go into Jacksonville, but you start looking at, looking at some of the healthcare options that we have. And it's, and, you know, people think that with some of our counties are rural, they're really not that. I mean, we've got a wonderful healthcare system in Bullock County. You've got, um, of course, Chatham, Camden's got, you know, Southeast Georgia health systems that's based out of Brunswick. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, uh, our two health systems are expanding into Effingham and Bryan right. County. Yeah. Effingham um, has its own uh, yeah, health exactly. care as well. Yeah. Exactly. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's almost it, healthcare is, is not like leadership Southeast Georgia. They're working in, in collaboration together. Um, but that being said, there also are challenges. Right. Um, there's an access challenge for, for, uh, for a lot of people and, and having to work with community-based health clinics and stuff like that and, and kind of helping the people in the class realize that, you know, while we have these wonderful health systems, some people still have access issues mm -hmm. and, and bringing in um, some of the resources in, in, from the community-based health care clinics and, and having them explain how they do it and what, what help they need and what they can do to bring it, you know, something like that into their community. And a good mix within the class, uh, you know, we've got, we've got participants from the public sector, private sector, uh, and the education community all in one room together. So we're able to hear you know, what's going on at the health department. What, what challenges are you having on that side? What's going on on the private side? Uh, what kind of challenges are, are you having to navigate uh, not only locally, but at the state or federal level and, and you know, bringing that, that all together is, is, uh, is positive. Before I, I curl back into the application process, I want to throw a curveball at you. There's a lot of people that visit me out from out of town that spend time on the other side of the river are often asking me about the relationship between Hilton Head area, Savannah area especially with Bluffton's growth. It seems getting closer and closer and closer all the time. I worked at Gulfstream for a number of years. I had as many people that worked in the office with me that came from across the river as were on this side of the river. When you think about regional collaboration, uh, obviously the, the focus is Georgia. Do you see potential for strengthening, building, really having some collaboration across the river? And if so, what's it going to take to really get that going the way that you've got leadership southeast georgia going here we'll get back to jared downs and jesse bentley in a moment if you're a regular listener to the commute odds are you are interested in savannah and georgia related content for those of you who crave more than what you get off this podcast i mean who who well you know you always want a little bit more we give you a little taste we can give you more if you sign up for the savannah town square newsletter we recently relaunched this weekly email newsletter focused on Savannah Now's opinion content. Recent newsletters have centered on Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas and a growing push to impeach him, on Georgia Attorney General candidate Jen Jordan and her take on the state's fetal heartbeat law, and on U.S. Senate candidate Herschel Walker. Pretty good reads. Sign up for the newsletter by visiting savannahnow.com newsletters and click subscribe next to the Savannah Sound Square. You don't need to be a print or digital subscriber to receive this newsletter, so there's no excuses. You will receive the newsletter at 7 a.m. every Tuesday. Now back to the Leadership Southeast Georgia program. I know that uh, the growth on our side of the river is, is definitely uh, benefiting 
South Carolina, Hardingdale, you look at the growth over there right now. Um, you look at it from uh, logistics distribution side of things. Uh, there's a lot of uh, warehouses going that way. Um, it's very close to the port, uh, right down 17. It's, it's got easy access. And, and with the water and sewer over there, they're making a lot of advancements. Uh, you look at a lot of the workforce, if you look down 17, there's a lot of people commuting in and out. Um, and so I know that it's uh, the economic development efforts here uh, are benefiting South Carolina. And I know that uh, the, the labor force in South Carolina commuting over to Georgia is, you know, a piece of uh, our success as well. Mm -hmm. Is is there is there and I'm not asking a bad mouth if there isn't, I mean, but is there the same sense of, of regional collaboration? And, and if not, how do you get there? I think it's probably something that we could work on. Mm -hmm. um, and I think not just leadership Southeast Georgia, but, but the communities as a whole, mm -hmm. um, you know, as, as we continue to grow and as the growth goes into South Carolina, as Jesse was pointing out, and, and in South Carolina, you know, folks come in here to work, you know, there probably is a, you know, a, a need for, for that, you know, collaboration. Okay. There's always room for improvement. Right. Um, but I, I know when I, you know, personally make phone calls and work with South Carolina there, they are, uh, they pick up and they're, they're eager to, to work together, but uh, it's not a, a formal agreement in any way. Uh, I look forward to the day when, when that is strengthened. So uh, look forward to that. So applications. If somebody's listening to this and they're interested, now I know that you have a lot of feeder programs, for lack of a better word, uh, Leadership Southeast Georgia. You also have Leadership Savannah, Leadership in a lot of these other counties. Uh, are those kind of the, 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 the undergrad in Leadership Southeast Georgia is the graduate level? So I guess if people listen to this, which one should they get involved in and, and what are you really looking for for Leadership Southeast Georgia? So... It's, it's gotten to be a real competitive process to, you know, to, to get into the program, um, which is a, it's a good problem to have, but, and we look at a lot of different things on the application. And one of the things is, have you completed your local leadership program? Um, we are not in competition with leadership Savannah um, for many reasons, probably number one, my, the company I work for runs leadership Savannah. Right, right. Um, so, but um, we want them to go through their local leadership program and bring what they learned there to leadership Southeast Georgia. Mm -hmm. And that helps our program leadership Southeast Georgia stronger. Um, and, you know, again, uh, it, it helps people have a, a better awareness of their own community mm -hmm. and they can bring that to, to leadership Southeast. Okay. So with that said, what are you, what are you looking for beyond kind of the, the, that, that, prerequisite of, of perhaps being through those programs is there any special skill set or uh, experience level uh, industry sector I, I think that uh, from a skill set and you know when Jared's saying going through your local leadership program uh, is is key from a skill set uh, you know breaking it down from public private sector as well as education health care we look for a good mix there we look for obviously a good mix from each of the 10 counties uh to bring everyone together but i think it's important that uh it's uh we have different skill sets right because uh, everybody looks through things uh 
through a different lens and getting that perspective is, is important. Um, uh, but we, we like to, um, to have a diverse crowd um, mm-hmm. of class participants and applications. And, and then we, we review those and, and discuss them as a board strategically. And, and then we proceed with, uh, with our selections for them. By the numbers, how many do you get? How many do you take? Is it by County? Is it general? So we, we want to make sure we have a good representation from every county, right. um, and we don't want to stay, you know, too strong in one county. Um, you know, and another thing we do also look at is is their community involvement, mm-hmm. and because you know, that that's a that's a big big thing that we have to work on. But um, so we end up getting, I don't know what. 500 applicants oh wow okay and and out of that we accept around 30 okay um so it and it's it's a process mm-hmm. to to go through them all and you know and and it, it's now taken a you know a couple of years for some people to some people to get in and you know we we hate that but again it's a good problem to have yeah if somebody wants to apply what is the what, walk us through the process um, honestly, just go to our website. It's uh, lsega.com, and uh, it's it's on there. And you can you can nominate someone if you're an alum or, or a business leader, and say you've got an employee that you want to go through the program. You can nominate somebody, or if you want to apply yourself, you can you can go on there and, and apply as well. So, and applications are open now, and we'll close that out August thirty first. They did. Send in documents and that's it, or is there an interview component, or is there do you do video uh, introductions, or no, we hadn't gone that route yet. Oh. Um, <laughs> but it's main, it's just an application, right. um, and you know they ask pretty pretty detailed, specific questions about your community involvement and your you know your history and you know, education history, your workforce history, and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's probably similar to the application that you would have done for say leadership Savannah, leadership Camden. Okay. Should blend something like that. Yeah, and and also the ability to uh, to commit to the the time for the program because uh, you know life is is busy for yeah. everyone out there, and, and uh, so we want to make sure that our applicants understand uh, what they're signing up for, and it's it's not a it's it's five weekends, um, and you get a lot out of the program. It's definitely worth it, but you know at the speed we move at nowadays, it's. Uh, Seems like, you know, there's always something you got kids pick up, you got something for the weekend, work, uh, personal life, et cetera. So uh, it, it is a time commitment. And we're looking for for applicants and participants that, you know, aren't really coming in with mindset of, uh, you know, really what they can get from Leadership Southeast Georgia. I mean, that is a component that comes with it, but also what they can give leadership Southeast Georgia and understanding that it's not just going through the five weekends in the program, but it's something that's, that's going to, uh, to move with you after the program into the alumni phase and uh, continuing to, to represent the program and the community uh, well and, and uh, to the commitment to help us continue and grow. And to Jesse's point, he brought up alumni and that's, that's what we've, we've started to focus on. We started pre COVID got a little bit derailed because of that, but um, we're starting up a pretty robust alumni program as well. Um, some of the things we've done, we've had, you know, bring in the alumni to meet the new class and, you know, have a, a dinner or a cocktail party with, with the new class and the alumni. We've done an alumni uh, uh, football game at Georgia Southern. Oh, okay. I hope to do that again. Um, so kind of bringing in the alumni, keeping them engaged in the program, but also, 
you know, having the different classes meet each other and, and again, make connections that way. So even after the programs, you've done five weeks and you've, you're, you're done with the program. We want you to stay engaged sure. either through the alumni program or serving on the board or, or some way. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want to continue this, uh, you know, connection. You mentioned COVID-19. It was something I meant to hit on earlier and, and it slipped my mind was that obviously that comes up in March of 2019. I'm sure that kind of scrambled thing that year. And then I think you had a combined class in 20 or 21. How did you shift and, and are you back to, back to, for lack of a better word, normal at this point with the program? Oh, that was, that was fun. That was a shot. <laughs> <laughs> so we did. I think we got through two programs mm-hmm. um, and then literally after Statesboro was our last program in March. And I guess it was that next week that, you know, the wheels fell off. Right. Um, and we tried to come back a couple of times, but, you know, with surges and stuff, we just decided for the, for the safety of our participants, we pulled it back. And then it was, we ended up finishing that class in 21, the end of 21. Uh, I believe it was October, November ish, um, ended that. And then we started the class of 2022 in February. So we, we thought about combining them and, and doing that, but ended up that would have been over 60 participants. So it would have been a lot. And, you know, so we wanted to make sure everybody got, got the experience that they right. needed to get out of leadership Southeast Georgia. So, right. you know, our, our, our board and, and our alumni worked really hard for that. And it, it was tough, but, um, at the end of the day, I think, I think we, we pulled it off and they had a great time. Yeah. And this year you were just like pre COVID in terms yes, of, sir. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, God willing, the Creek don't rise. That's it. That's it. All of us, so yeah. all kinds of things going on in the world. So, uh, thanks so much for those. Uh, I'll give you that website again, lsega.com. You can go there to learn more about leadership, Southeast Georgia, and also to find the application materials and, and where to apply. But, Jared, Jesse, thanks so much for for coming in and spending some time with us today. And we wish you all the best with your next classes. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's all for this edition of the Commute Podcast. Thanks one last time to our presenting sponsor, National Office Systems. Before I sign off, remember that we publish new Commute ever... Before I sign off, remember that we publish new Commute episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Whatever your interests, you will find interviews of interest in our archives. Search The Commute with that Savannah Opinion on your favorite podcast app. The Commute returns soon, and we look forward to talking to you then. Goodbye.